Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to the Bread Trail. This is the podcast where we pick others' brains to grow knowledge together. Um, so how you doing, guys? My name's Kenny. Um, yeah, it's my friend Matt. We thought we'd start this podcast together, uh, together to you know grow people's knowledge and pick others' brains and just you know try to grow wealth. Um, so yeah, so today we just have uh, a couple questions for each other, as well as we're just going to introduce like what we. Uh, what our goals are for like ourselves on this podcast. So I'll let Matt introduce himself first and I'll talk a little bit more about myself. Yeah, so I'm Matt. Um, I'm originally from Australia. Um, I'm currently in college in America, playing college basketball um, and getting a degree. Um, so the whole point of this, the whole motivation for me to do this was because obviously in college, it's hard to like make money and stuff to, um, the best thing to do is educate ourselves on how we can do that in the future. Um, and I believe like to do that, that's the best way to set ourselves up for the future. And um, when we start having a regular income and steady income, then we can make the right decisions with that based on the knowledge we've built up in, in this time. So, um, yeah, so me and Kenny, we, we spent a lot of time talking about it and um, helping each other learn. And now we want to get others involved and, pick others' brains to expand our knowledge even more. <clears throat> yeah. And so, like, I don't know, I've known Matt for many years now, and, like, he's one of my best friends. And it's kind of, like, like sur- surreal and, like, nice to have, like, a friend to talk about, um, talk about, you know, the bigger picture. Like, I'm not really focused on now. I'm focused on, like, the good habits that will, like, set me up after college. Um, just a little background as well. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm just like Matt. I play collegiate basketball. We're both student athletes from Australia, um, and you know it's kind of hard being so far away from home. And um, the culture back home is like where everyone finishes, you know, high school and they go to university, but they still are able to make like steady income through like part-time jobs. Um, or a lot of my friends have you know dropped out of high school and you know started trades. So like this time now, uh, I'm 22. Um, you know, some of my friends already just, you know, bought their first house, put that deposit down. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting. And, you know, on this podcast, hopefully, um, as it keeps going, we talk about like things that, you know, we kind of dive into or, you know, dip our feet in, um, to, you know, create wealth. Um, so yeah, I know one thing that me and Matt have done lately is, you know, we've just talked about stocks a lot. Uh, we also have, uh, dipped our feet into, uh, Forex, um, trade option trading, as well as like we we talk about hopefully one day investing in real estate and um, you know other stuff like uh, drop shipping and anything else that may come up in the future or social media marketing. So yeah, um, what what are you most excited about or what do you plan on focusing on? Um, you know, once it's all said and done. Yeah. So once I get out of college, obviously my first uh, line of interest would be real estate because. That's something I wanted to get into before I went to college because after high school, I took a year off. Um, I got injured in my senior year playing basketball, so I took a year off to like come back and uh, like get my body right before I came to America to play college. Um, so in that year, I worked a lot, saved a fair bit of money, and I thought it would be good for me to get into real estate. Um, I didn't end up doing that. So that's something I'm eager to get into as soon as I get home. And um it'll be good like once I start getting a steady income um, I'll you know like think about investing in that continue with my stocks all that kind of thing so um, for now 
I'm focusing on learning about that kind of thing and um, educating myself mostly on the like the field of real estate and how it all works. Um, and then once I get once I get home, hopefully I'll have enough knowledge to just be able to jump right into it. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, and then obviously the stocks, I have to keep building up, build my portfolio, keep doing trades and um, try to limit, lower the risk as much as possible. Yeah, it's like really interesting that like it, everybody says like real estate, um, investing real estate is like, you know, fairly safe and really like straightforward. <laughs> like you buy a property and you build it up and you sell it or you buy it up and you let it like rent out. But like it, people don't understand it's, it's a lot of fucking money to start off with. Like, you know, like yeah. a regular house back home is like what, 500K and like we have to put like a 10% deposit down. And like we're going to get 50K yeah. in savings, you know, like unless you're like, your parents are rich as fuck or something like that like that's that's just not right um as well as like what what i've learned is like uh, that's what i don't do as well but um the main thing is like everybody gets onto investing but they just get on to it late like when they're 30 and stuff like that they don't understand what compound interest is and by the time they retire they just miss out on like hundreds of thousands so yeah, yeah. that's really interesting yeah, that's the thing like the earlier we get onto it the better and now obviously it's hard when we don't have income so we just got to educate and, and be ready for that so what would you say like your first step when you get done with school like it's all said and done and you got your degree go back home what would you what would your plan be from there <clears throat> it was different like i don't know about you but like i've always wanted to play college basketball and like my excuse was like yeah i'll get a fucking degree you know what i mean like yeah, um, yeah. so like um i also wanted to make mom proud you know um so, like, I wanted to go in the medical field, but um, I don't want to go to school for, like, 13 years and, you know, be in big debt. Like, although, like, we get, like, a lot of scholarship <laughs> money and stuff like that just for basketball and academics, like, at the end of the day, like, if I'm spending 13 years in school and I come out, like, I don't want to just do, like, I think I wanted to be a radiologist. Like, I don't want to just do radiology. I want to have, um, I want to do something where, like, all right, I'll have, you know, after five, I'll have you know five hours and on saturday and sunday I have stuff to like travel invest like you know what yeah. i mean like i'd also want to get into real estate as well <laughs> um so like right now my plan is you know uh i'm in my senior year right now obviously covid's fucked a lot of shit up but uh you know be a pt or back home like a physio uh yep. work you know three days in the hospital um and two days in the clinic and then just outside of that just save and invest and, you know, buy a house, uh, rent it out and just keep, you know, repeating that and growing wealth and just giving back to my family. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody has like one dream when they grow up, I had two. And like one of them was obviously like playing professional basketball and the other one was like, you know, just making sure like my family is right. And so like, no matter what, like I kind of tried to put two and two together, but now I feel like I'm kind of geared towards like, uh, the the second one where like I'm giving back to my family no matter what so you know yeah. when I'm say I make you know a thousand dollars a week I'm giving a portion of that to back to my family not saying that like family money is everything but it's just kind of like like growing up especially now like because we're so far away from home I always put my hand out and take things because um, I need help but like being able to go back home and you know, save up and have like a steady income. I'll I'll be able to just not only help my family but like anybody else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know you're a big family guy and stuff like that. Other than a family, like, what do you think makes you happy? Like, why, why, like, why are you so driven to do what you do? Um, I think for me is like 
obviously my family's raised me a certain way and um that that kind of puts high expectations on me for raising my kids and my family and all that kind of thing so the biggest uh, motivation for me would probably be just to be in a situation where I can give my kids like the best life they can live because um, I knew I know I had it pretty good growing up with my family being in business and although they were like like money wasn't always like easy for us but um, they raised me a, a really like like a, a real a certain type of way that was um, like a good lifestyle for me you know and uh, money was never an issue because of the way they raised me but when I'm when I have my kids like I want to make sure that that's the same kind of situation you know like money isn't the issue like we're comfortable financially and then I can focus on raising my kids and they can live a happy life and um I feel like just by setting myself up now it'll just take a lot of pressure off in the future and then I can focus on the things that are important which is family and um happiness so that's the biggest thing for me and um yeah I guess just now like it, it's hard because like we've spent so much time away from home and like a lot of like you said your friends are buying houses and stuff like that we're not in that situation like we don't have that privilege right now um so instead of like falling behind i'm trying to use this to like get ahead kind of thing yeah, I, mean, I feel that, like i'm missing out like don't you like you kind of just like i wouldn't say one steps behind like obviously there's sacrifices but i just yeah. I for me i feel like you know i'm missing everyone's birthdays my close friends but as well as like I feel like they're kind of ahead in terms of like the money, but in terms like yeah. knowledge, like I I feel like we're ahead. You know what I mean? Like we're into stocks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So just like get my knowledge ahead, even though like financially it might be a little tougher to get back once we get home because then we get really stuff in zero. Um, the thing for me though, like I I noticed the biggest difference between the college lifestyle in America and Australia would be like back home. A lot of our friends, like even while they're in college, like they still have time to. Uh, have like a part-time job and like make a steady income whereas like for us like we face like visa issues like we can't work off campus and like on campus is like minimum wage like you really can't earn a whole lot of money while you're in college here so that's like the toughest thing so yeah i think um, minimum wage for like where i am is like seven dollars thirty like it's ridiculous like we're yeah. like back home like you don't even think about it you're like like seven dollars is nothing because minimum wage is what eighteen dollars twenty bucks Maybe yeah, I don't know go. what it is anymore, but it used to be it used it used to be around that when we were back home. So. Yeah, like I was like sixteen working at KFC, and I was getting like sixteen bucks. Like I was just like, all right, you're sixteen, you're gonna pay sixteen, you're seventeen, you're paid seventeen. But yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, so that's that's the thing. Like a lot of people back home are in university, like they're getting a degree and they're also making money on the side. We're not doing that at all. Like yeah, they get in the three years, right? They get in three years. We yeah, have to go four years for a bachelor's degree. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. off, man. I'm taking classes like, okay, what I take classes best? I took fucking piano, and I'm like, how does this help me? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Oh shit! Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Like we we uh, have um four years to do this, um, but that's the sacrifice we made because like we we came here and I mean we got our scholarships and all that kind of thing. So that that kind of helps in a way. Like we win over there, but money like income is is tough. Yeah, I feel like the connections and like the the experience is like you know like it, it's priceless like i'm glad that we yeah. came over here and i'm glad that i had you to you know what i mean like it like homesickness is one big thing and like i'm glad that like you know and there's some australians over here playing ball and 
you know, doing the same thing. Uh, let's focus more on stocks a little bit. What was your first stock that you bought? Like, do you, um, do you remember? So I was really like cautious. I kind of took a route of like, I was reading about stocks for a long time before I bought them, before I bought into it. Um, so I probably started researching it about 12 months ago and like reading a lot, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, all that kind of thing. But then I, bu- I bought my first stock about six months ago, maybe a little more, and it was Zoom. So that was, like, <laughs> that was a pretty good buy. Yeah. So like as right now, like with Corona and all that kind of thing, like Zoom's up like in the last year, it's up like 300% or something. Damn. So that was, that was a pretty good buy. Um, and then that was my first like individual stock. And then around the same week, I bought the SPY, um, yeah. so S&P. Um, I thought that was just a safe option. And I mean, you and I spoke about that. Uh, you told me about like how that is like pretty steady. Plus it pays dividends. So that's always a good thing to get into. Um, and then since then, like when I first got into it, I was really buying like a lot of techs and all that kind of thing. But now I'm just focusing on like diversifying my portfolio a lot and buying a bunch of different things. So I've got a few in like uh, the medical field. Um, a lot of these like vaccine vaccination companies with COVID. Um, I've got some, a fair few techs still. Uh, and then I got like a couple of banks and stuff like that. So trying to That's keep it pretty diverse. Pretty good. Pretty good. What about you? What was your uh, first book? Um, it was it was an ad on YouTube. Uh, you know who Ashton Kutcher is? Uh, yeah. He he started an app called Acorns, and pretty much oh. what it is is like if you buy like a coffee for two uh, one dollar ninety, they'll round it up to two dollars mm-hmm. and use the ten cents and invest. And then yeah, there's like I think like four or five options of how aggressive you want to like want them to invest your money, and it pretty much is it's just in like ETFs and and stuff like that where they kind of picked like the safe stocks to have like the specialists or whatever. And like, I think I had like probably like a hundred, two hundred dollars in, in that. And then I kind of just was like, wanted to be more in control and kind of like learn more. So then I, I got a Robin hood account. I got, <clears throat> I think I got one of my friends to, to sign up with me. So we both got free stocks. I got, I got Groupon for free and like as much as I wanted to buy Apple and all that, because I knew there were like, good stable companies like i couldn't afford them so i was buying like i mean i obviously i learned to just make some buying like you know penny stocks and you know losing my money after a couple of weeks but i ended up inv- investing in like i think uh stuff like groupon um uh, i think i did fuck what was it uh, some like real estate um real estate stuff and i just do my research and just kind of like watch youtube videos and hear what people yeah. have to say but pretty much just like mm-hmm. anything under like 80 dollars is what i dive my foot into but now like, yeah. I, like it's important to you know instead of buying like a what a 200 dollar coat i just kind of think about like fuck what else could i could buy with my 200 yeah when uh so when did you first start getting into robin hood and like it like buying your own stuff because like acorns is like that that came like pretty early so when was the whole Robin Hood thing um so like like year year 10 year 11 year 12 was like when I was just trying to get to America trying to get to them no matter what and I was fortunate mm-hmm. enough to go on like some AAU tools with the Australian travel team with AUSA and like I that was when I kind of had to like like learn how to spend my money because like you know mom gave me some money for like traveling and stuff like that and I kind of 
didn't know like i it was first time ever i had to pay for my phone bill um and i understood like subscriptions and stuff like that so probably like halfway through freshman year of college when i actually like had like two three years of experience of spending my own money um because like in the asian culture it's like your money is like our money so like whatever money yeah. i made from kfc was like the same as my mom's money because like i i don't i don't like she doesn't ask me for like rent she doesn't ask me for like grocery food so I, it's not like i can just spend my own money like all right, i made 300 dollars. Like i'm just gonna go buy a tv like that came off yeah. like root so like yeah. like freshman year of college is like where i really grew up i fucking learned how to do my own laundry i and then I started like buying food because the cafeteria was shit. And uh, I really learned that like, look, I want to like learn how to save money. And I learned the difference between like, you know, leaving it in a bank or putting it into like some, some stocks. So yeah, my, my first stock would have to be like Groupon or something like that. And it was probably like freshman year. Uh, how, how about you? One thing, one thing he didn't learn though was how to cook. He's still a horrible cook. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Just for the like, <laughs> Like little background information, we went to the same junior college and we were actually roommates for uh, a year, and we didn't, they didn't give us a fucking kitchen, so I had a microwave. Uh, like we had a this, few, we had a few uh, microwave fires along yeah. the way. So, <laughs> we were buying like two K or something, and someone someone came up to our room, one of a teammate, and he put a cookie in in our um, in our microwave, and it just started smoking, and the fire alarm went off. The we had fire like a. We had like an old microwave where it didn't have like buttons, so you just like turn the knob and like <laughs> if you all you have to turn it is like a tiny little bit for like two minutes. And he turned it like halfway, thinking like you just turned it to turn it on. So it was in there for like fifteen minutes. He was just like hooked watching us play two K, and <laughs> the cookie was just cooking in the microwave for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's two years of uh, of uh, good eats uh, in that microwave: like pasta, rice, eggs. Uh, we we did everything. We even snuck a wok. No, not a walker. What's that shit? Uh, a crock pot in our yeah. room. Oh, uh, yeah, the crock pot. Uh, and we'd always do dumb shit like, all right, guys, let's save some money. Like, let's go buy a blender. But, like, no one would fucking clean the blender. <laughs> so it would just get moldy. We had to buy yeah. another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, wait, what was your question? What would you ask me? Um, I was going to ask next because I didn't want to keep this too long. But, like, so, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think, like, you spend your the most of your money on? And, like, what do you think the mistakes that, like, people our age, like, make with, like, their money? Especially, like, kids in college. Because I know, like, back home it's different. Like, you don't really have – you're not, like, forced to, to like, live on campus and, like, this is your life here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, like, a social aspect to it. Whereas, like, home, like, you're at home, you can work, and then if your friends want to see you, you can go drive and meet up with them. But here it's, like, you're with your friends, you're by yourself. 24-7, pretty much for four years year-round. Yeah. So I think for me, is, um, <clears throat> I was pretty, like, I got pretty lucky with, like, the whole car situation. So I bought a car for, like, really cheap in my uh, freshman year um, of college. And so for me, that's not really, like, an expense. But, like, obviously, I have to pay, like, insurance or whatever. Like, I just pay, like, third-party insurance. So that's pretty cheap. Um, so that's, like, one of my expenses. But other than that, like, honestly, like, I really don't spend much like other like other money like the car is like the only expense that I have and like I said we're on scholarships so we have like the housing and all that um with it um so for me I could I could really go like weeks without spending any money if I wanted to but the trap for me is like I like eating out and like I love getting like eating good food I live pretty close to Chicago so like I don't mind going into the city and like 
getting some nice Asian food or like something crazy and like <laughs> just spoil myself a little bit. But that is like, that really does catch up to you because like, as you know, eating out gets pretty expensive if you do it regularly. Um, so that's definitely my weakness. But I mean, it's not too bad considering like I've, I've grown up a bit since I was like a freshman. Like I'll just see a nice pair of shoes and be like, oh, I got some spare money. Let me just buy those shoes. Um, or I'll see some nice clothes. i be like, yeah, let me buy those clothes. So I've kind of moved away from that, especially because living away from home, you realize quickly like your closet is like temporary. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> you'll be like, back. you'll you'll like fly home and take like two. You get like two bags unless you pay for extra. I know you always pay for the extra. <laughs> All right. You take the you take the two bags home and then like you come back with like half of that stuff and then you leave that stuff. So like if you saw my wardrobe at home, like it's a collection of like, so like I probably have equivalent to like four wardrobes of clothes. Yeah. yeah I got bored and I bought a fucking <laughs> guitar. Like what the fuck? How am I going to bring this shit home? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like you'll be here. Like you just, you don't really think about that at the time. Like you buy something and like, and then later you're like, damn, you would just look around. You're like, how am I going to get all this stuff home? So, that's the thing like you you realize your closet's temporary so once i figure that out um now i'm just like not that keen on buying clothes and like it's not really a priority to me shoes like i have already way too many shoes and most of them i don't even wear because they're back in australia so um learning that was like a good thing for me because now I, I, that's not my priority um so like you said if you have money laying around instead of going to buy a new jacket or some new jewelry or something you just put it like decide oh i'll put in some stocks or i'll put in in forex so um that's that's a good thing for me and then yeah like i said food that's that's my killer because like i probably like i budget like i really don't spend that much on food because like I, I think about it like i'm being conscious about it but if i like there'd be some weeks where i would splurge a little bit yeah that's that's the one thing like just converting your mind to thinking <clears throat> like about like, all right, how much is this really going to cost? Or how much, like you're making $10 an hour and something's 20 bucks is like put in the perspective, like that's two hours worth gone right there. Yeah. So like, what do you think the mistakes that like, you know, college students like make, like, right, like yeah. your, your your teammates or your, anyone on your floor or anyone that you've known like over your college like experience that like they make a mistake. Uh, one thing I know is like definitely on like, like alcohol, like even though it's oh, like yeah. hella, hella cheap here, like, People like I don't want to say names, but like people drink like every single day or every second day, and it's like wild. Like, cause in my head, it's like, all right, cool, it's nice to do every now and then. And um, I, at one point, I did get sucked into it for doing it, um, you know, every week. But like, it's shit's expensive. Like, you know, what I mean, like, ten bucks a week is like forty bucks a month, which is like more than my phone bill right now. You know what I mean? For real, for real. So that's the thing. Um, like when you first get to college, especially for freshmen, I see it a lot. Like coming out of high school like they finally let out the house especially in america like that's a i feel like that's a big thing like going to college is like being let out the house for the first time so people will be going crazy on like alcohol and stuff and that's like like you said that that shit really does add up um it's not as expensive as home like alcohol is cheap so like for us i know when we got here we we're like damn this shit's so cheap like let me just Eight buy bucks more for a bottle of vodka yeah <laughs> yeah let's yeah, get yeah. more like right, stock up yeah, and so then it's gone how, in one night <laughs> that's how that's how we looked at it like we we're like damn this shit's cheap because we came from australia and that shit's taxed the hell of it now like like that's not really an issue for me because like i, I always try like be be smart about that i know that shit gets expensive 
Um, and plus, obviously, it's not good for an athlete to be drinking all the time. So that's kind of, that kind of helps too. But um, that's something I see a lot in others. Like they be spending money on alcohol, like partying, like because coming with partying, people want to buy new clothes, all that kind of thing. So the party lifestyle is pretty expensive for like a college student. And it's an easy trap to fall into. So that's probably the first mistake and the easiest one to make. Um, the other one, like I said, will be eating out. I know a lot of people will eat out and especially with like getting coffee, like Dunkin', Starbucks, that's like oh, so much shit, hype. Yeah. That shit, five dollars a coffee. Some people will be doing that once or twice a day. That that adds up. Like that's if you just do that on weekdays, that's five bucks a coffee, that's what, like twenty five bucks a week. That's crazy. Like that's a lot of money just for some coffee and sugar, like so that's that's a huge mistake I see in people a lot. And, I mean, I found that trap a little bit over the summer. I get stuck here because of COVID. Uh, so I was just working on campus and stuff. And that was, like, the highlight of my day, going to get a coffee. So I was, like, I found that trap a little bit. And it definitely hurt. But, like, at that point, I was making, like, pretty good money working, like, 40 hours a week. But I, I saw that as a sacrifice I could make. Um, <laughs> another thing... We're just like as I said, like buying shoes and clothes. That's a, that's a huge thing. Um, and then, uh, like, one thing that everyone wants is like a nice car, but that's like a huge mistake. <clears throat> yeah, I think I learned that. You can, you can really get along get along easily with like a car that's just like cheap and just runs you runs you A to B. Um, I was lucky enough because like when I turned eighteen, I had a a spare car. Like we had a spare car. Um, cause my dad had like a business, so he had like, um, company cars. So then I just got like our spare family car. So I could run that for, for like a year around until I moved to America. And then, like I said, when I came here, I got a really good deal on a car, pretty cheap, runs good. And I mean, it's like old, but like it does the job, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, it's, it's got an option to take your A to B. Yeah. Giving us our fair share of good times. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Chef. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's that's another thing. Like a lot of people uh, make that a priority, and that's when when a lot of people do that. Like a lot of times, they're not really think about like the bigger picture. Like they, like I know a lot of people ask me like, oh, when you go home, like you gonna buy a car? And I'm like, no, nah, when I go home, I'm trying to buy like an apartment or a house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. buying a car but, is not really gonna make me money. That's just gonna depreciate. So um, that's that's one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really see it a whole lot in college, like here, but like back home, I know a lot of my friends would be doing that because like they get a good job, they start making good money, and their eyes kind of just like are widened, and they're like, "Yeah, let's buy a nice car." Let's yeah, but don't get me wrong. There's still like a party scene back home, like the clubs <laughs> and the casino and stuff like that. But I just feel like in college, like like back home, it's like yeah, Friday, Saturday, but like here, it's like what. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or like any yeah. holiday or any like, oh, we finished class early or we got no practice type type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing with the the party life back home is I feel like we're kind of exposed to it much earlier. So like, you've been in high school and like that's when it really starts, and then you turn eighteen and you start going out, um, and then by the time you get to like twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, like people kind of, it's just like old news, you know? Like people will still yeah, be partying and stuff, but like you've already been there whereas here like a lot of people get to college and then they're like 18 they'll be like 19 18 19 and then by the time they're like 21 they're in their prime still you know what I mean? yeah um, so i feel like it's just like an exposure thing like the party life's still huge back home but it's just like it's just a different perspective 
Yeah, I definitely am bored of the clubs. Like I went when I was like eighteen for a little bit. I was like, nah, I kind of like like the home, <laughs> yeah, you know, the home feel where you just have a couple mates over and you know sink a couple of drinks and you know play a couple yeah. games or just talk because like it is expensive. Like what you pay entry, you fucking pay for the maxi yeah. and what else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So get we, we get to yeah we get to go out at like eighteen. So like we experience that like going out life, but then here you can't go out to your twenty one. So that's. That's the difference, I feel. So, <clears throat> Damn. I have a lot of other questions too, but I want to keep this short. Um, you know, anyone, obviously, you enjoy this, you know, please give us some feedback on how we can do better. Um, hopefully, the audio and the video is not, you know, poor quality. And, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening, guys. I'll see you guys on the next one. We have a couple of people lined up to uh, interview, and hopefully we can pick their brains and their smarts because, Everything we're everyone that we're going to interview is you know either really really successful in one area or just you know has a ton of knowledge or has a ton of experience that we can all learn from. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the Bread Trail. I'm Kenny. That's I'm my Matt. boy Matt. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>